Hello and welcome to an uneducated view on the only leader of a major federal party to drop out because they can't afford to pay for school. Hi, welcome to an uneducated view on the only city to say they'll have two consecutive transit strikes just to back out the last minute and act like it never happened. I love you, transit workers. Sounds sarcastic. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not, I promise it's not. Hello and welcome to an uneducated review on the only podcast to win podcast of the year at the Game Awards. That's totally a category that I didn't just make up right now. Woo! Woo. Yeah, we did it, guys. Cue We're intro music. Oh, all right, I forgot. <laughs> I thought I was going to go straight into it. So we're back for episode five. Episode yeah. five. If you round up, we're going to be at double. <laughs> oh, wait. Episode four. <laughs> it's episode four. <laughs> Is it actually? Yeah. Oh, We've been I'm enjoying so our time so much that, you know, we already think we're at episode five. Oh, man. I had this whole thing about saying, like, if we round up, we're going to be at ten. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if we round up, we'll be at five. <laughs> Just send it to me. Exactly. I'll, I'll use yeah. it when I host next time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> episode four. Sorry. Maybe you're listening Lucky to number four in China. on YouTube. Sorry. This time. That's not. This, <laughs> wait, it's, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's the whole thing. Ah, uh, I get it. Ah, you know, uh, that's a joke. I that's mean... what they call a joke. <laughs> uh, I get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, update from last episode. We did say we were going to be on YouTube and on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. right? And? and? Well, SoundCloud has a paywall that I didn't know about. <laughs> so, we're not on SoundCloud anymore, guys. <laughs> we're not going to be SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> yeah. My but, dream is over. Yeah. Sorry. But YouTube, we we are on we are on YouTube. Well, episode one is on YouTube. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> it took a lot out of my computer to do that yeah. at one episode. So I'm I'm working on the rest. Uh, but if you search up an uneducated view on YouTube, I hope it shows up as you know one of the first. Search pray pray that, to the yeah. algorithm. That, yeah, you know <laughs> that it, that it shows up. Either um, that or some Republican like. Uh, <laughs> monologue. Yeah, you'll get some really weird, like, right You can wing. visit the dark edges of YouTube. <laughs> we're exactly where we're aligned with. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> so, yeah, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, so the algorithm favors us instead our, of Our video, weird. not the yeah, Republican the, Not one. the weird video. <laughs> yes. yeah. right, yeah. right, right, right. It's just, I think our voices are so rich that it couldn't process more than one video on a day, you know? Right, yeah, my so. computer was like, oh, podcast, so good, can't do yep. more than one a day. Yeah. Why well, say many word if, if if you were do trick? <laughs> yeah. And the fan and the bots are just like, oh, we gotta listen to this. Like, we gotta get the humans on this. You know, they're like, we can't just process it like automatically. We gotta get the humans to also. Listen oh, to like it. the Google employees. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To approve. <laughs> well, we'll go into some Google employee drama later on in the episode. We are. Ooh, yes, we are. On YouTube, right? Yeah. Oh, right. It's owned by Google. Spoilers. Yeah. You didn't know. If you didn't read the description or see the title of the yeah. episode. <laughs> but before we get to that, we have yes. some exciting local news. Yes. BC News. Yes. Tech in BC. So the first Canadian all-electric airplane took off here in BC. I don't even think it's just Canadian. I think it's literally just the... In the world? The first all-electric seaplane took flight oh, in wow, Canada. Wow. Or mm-hmm. in Vancouver for the first time. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty exciting. It's crazy. I mean... I'm, I was shocked when I heard about this. I thought we would have had electric flights by I didn't, now. I didn't even know air, electric airplanes were a thing. Like, I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah? I yeah. assumed, I just, I mean, I never heard about it. I just assumed they'd be a thing by now because, like, electric, electric cars, cars are so ubiquitous mm. that, like... Yeah, you know? I just always thought that airplanes was just, like, the next step. Like, you know, you just need so much right. more to get up to that step. 
that yeah. wouldn't, we wouldn't have anything. It's a big step because so. they so, pollute yeah. a lot. Well, I think uh, what was so I guess Chris, what mm. are the main hurdles of getting a, a plane up in the air using electric power? Why why has it taken yeah. us so long? So well, first let me give a little context on what happened in uh, in this case here. Okay. So this is not like your typical you know, commercial flight that you take when you fly to Europe or across Canada. Mm -hmm. It's a small seaplane, so it seats, I think, about, like, six people, four to six people. Where exactly did this go? Um, It was a a five-minute flight. Uh, around oh. the harbor that so, it so we're going we're going full Wright brothers here like, <laughs> it's gonna take think, a while i think the Wright brothers lasted longer so no they didn't no they didn't i don't think they lasted very long okay well like... the, the thing is the battery lasts an hour oh. right like and this is a yeah. small seaplane like the ones you see if you ever go to um to canada place mm-hmm. you know the seaplane harbor yeah. right behind it mm-hmm. so it's that's the company that flew and it's one of those planes lasted so the rule in canada is is you have to have an extra 30 minutes of fuel of whatever fuel you're using uh on top of what your chartered flight time is so that means that because they have a battery of an hour they can fly flights up to 30 minutes because they need to remain an extra 30 minutes in case you know. and they chose to fly a flight of five well this was just like a demo to okay. show it was the first time an electric <laughs> flight happened right yeah but I mean, it's not like, like they went it's like oh let me take you across the bay but that, that like five minutes doesn't include, like, takeoff and landing time, right? I'm pretty sure okay. it does. Yeah, it probably does. <laughs> Wait, it does? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But doesn't takeoff already take, like, ten minutes? Not ten, well, but... Well, if you're in a seaplane... It's a seaplane. Oh, okay, roof, true, true, true. You know? true. There's no, there's no right. traffic yeah. on the ground or on the water. But that, that is one of the... seagulls and <laughs> things on Have you guys on seen the Sully? I should ask my mom. My mom actually takes seaplanes for her work. Oh, really? Yeah, she, like... Does she fly them? No, she doesn't fly them. Oh, okay. She, like, takes them. Because they go to, like, really remote places in BC. Right. Mm. She's an engineer. And then, yeah. Okay, anyways. Anyway, she's always saying how it's, like, really cramped and, like, the seats suck. Yeah, a little sketchy. Yeah. A little sketchy. It's a little scary. Well, and that's one of the things that people are pretty excited because if we could do this on a seaplane, which, if you think about it, water has a lot more friction and a lot more, like, things can go wrong on water than landing on a, a landing strip. Right, everything's smooth. It's concrete. There's no waves. There's no wind, like affecting your your landing surface. Whereas a seaplane, there's a ton of friction. A ton of energy is needed to get you off that water. Unlike mm-hmm. a runway where you have wheels that have really really smooth, you know, takeoff. So it was really impressive the fact that that engine could power a seaplane off of the water. That mm-hmm. was a big hurdle that people were really excited about. Thing, but well, we're thing, still stuck to an hour. Yeah, that kind of worries me. Is the battery That's side? So like, That's the problem. Batteries. Yeah. Is it feasible? Is it feasible? in the future for actually like sell a plane being like this is something you can use practically not with the current batteries we have so we have right now the main battery that exists in most of our technology is lithium ion um and the problem with lithium ion is it's not it's better than previous batteries we had but it's still not very good at maintaining charge over a long period of time without taking up a lot of space and as you know airplanes don't have a lot of space and they don't Mm -hmm. have a lot of weight and right. lithium-ion is super heavy. Like, if you've seen a Tesla, they're super heavy, and the entire bottom is covered in lithium-ion. Right. Yeah. So it's like you're, you're strapping a bunch of explosive, really heavy batteries to a plane. Exactly. I like, think, like, know. another issue that I was reading up on, too, is the fact that, like, with fuel, as you fly, like, at least you're using some of it up, and so some of that weight kind of comes exactly. off with, That's like, batteries. That's part of the calculation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with, some, with yeah. batteries, though, like, that weight just sticks with you throughout the entire flight exactly and like safety would you trust being on an airplane with so many so many big heavy chemicals well and that's where you know right now there's a professor at um i I don't want to quote the university because i can't remember which one exactly i want to say stanford but 
don't quote me on that. UBC. Um, let's just say UBC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the innovations happening here. Top institution. Just... At, at Santa <laughs> Ono. Uh, but they're, they're, they're working on developing a new type of liquid battery. So it would kind of work like fuel. Interesting. Where you could... Uh, pump it in. Wait, aren't batteries already, like, a lot of them are liquid? Like, car batteries? In the inside. Yeah. Well, I yeah. guess not lithium ion, right? But you wouldn't need, yeah, so car batteries have acid in them. Mm-hmm. That's what runs. But um, they're looking at these new types of either super light batteries, like thinner, lighter, or liquid versions where you kind of like gas, you can, like, um, you can have it pumped in and then you can charge it, take it out. I don't know exactly the specifics, <laughs> but the idea Sounds is that it'd be a little bit more in line with current gas technology. You know, the, the current inventor of lithium-ion batteries, like, he's, like, some old dude from this... I think his name is, like... Oh, I forget his name. It's a really funny name. Like, it's, like, a really funny name. It's, like, good enough or something. <laughs> is it lithium-ion? No, it's not lithium-ion. It's, like, Johnny Good Enough or something. I guess or it's a really weird name. And then, anyways... I, tr- the, I trust that it's funny. Yeah, I he's trust the that inventor of lithium-ion batteries, and I think he's also working on an alternative that's, like, way he's faster. He's still alive? He's, but like, really mind. old. That's oh, good. John Goodenough. Yeah, it is good enough. You were yeah. so close. That was impressive. Yeah. No, didn't he say John? Did you I say said John? Johnny Goodenough. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that okay. was really good, Jock. Wow. Yeah, anyways, he's trying to work on a new type of battery as well, so... Professor Goodenough. Dude, I can't <laughs> wait. Yeah, I can't wait to have my phone charged in, like, three seconds, though. That's gonna be great. I don't know when that's gonna happen, but... Well, I think... I mean, we're getting off topic, but I think at that point, we're gonna be able to charge it just by walking into a certain part of your room, and then oh, yeah. you'll just be able to charge, like through wirelessly like like kind of like you have wireless charging now but i mean like you just walk into a certain part of the room oh oh that's what you mean i yeah. okay i was confused by yes I or like in the mall there's like a certain section that you walk through and it like supercharges right, your right, phone right, right. as you walk through those sections you know interesting mm-hmm. yeah so i guess like moving forward in the whole i guess climate change discussion is this something that you think is is viable like is is the battery issue the electric issue is yeah. this the main hurdle slash I guess issue that we have to tackle well it's you know I think it's definitely a big issue with air travel because one Mm -hmm. person flying from uh London to Los Angeles creates enough carbon emissions to power that equal to one entire household for a year oh so it's an insane amount of carbon emissions Mm -hmm. so that definitely needs to be tackled aviation is one of the leading causes of like human Mm -hmm. um we have three billion flights a year yeah, but we don't really hear people saying, like, oh, cut down on flight, right? Because it's, like, not an easy thing to do. Also, because I think it, it benefits us, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. no one's going to want to yeah. say, oh, I'm not going to go on vacation anymore because, right. like, I'm such a climate activist. Yeah, it's like, activist. oh, I'm going like, to recycle, but I'm definitely not going to not go to my Italy trip, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure there are people who are very conscious of that and will probably yeah. be, like, very aware and active about what they choose to do with the one flight maybe every two years yep. they'll do. But no one's going to cut it out of their lives i think and so i think yeah. the the solution is we have to find a way to we have to find an alternative because i don't think people are never not going to travel and teleportation is nowhere near as far as i'm aware <laughs> I, I keep searching every day trying to find uh, <laughs> like how updates. many atoms have they teleported to yeah them? i refreshed the app store i'm like mm-hmm. teleportation are you here no well i think one interesting thing like this might be a little off topic but i think one interesting thing in terms of like the way our population has grown or society has grown over the past like 150 years or 50 slash 100 years is that uh, the middle class has grown so much so the number of people who on average go on vacations and have that disposable income who can afford yeah to go on vacations has grown so much like if you talk to your parents or your grandparents like the people who could go on a flight 
when that first kind of came out. I, obviously, the price of flights, like, relatively have gone down, but the middle class has grown. Um, and, like, you can, like, see economic models. So, uh. But, <laughs> yeah. like, the middle class has grown. And so, like, I think it's just very common now for people to travel and, like, I mean, how many flights have you guys and... taken in the last year? <laughs> yeah, like... Mm, quite a few. Quite a few. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So... We each have a massive carbon footprint. And right now, what's actually kind of an interim, a big popular thing that's happening is you can offset your carbon footprint when you fly. You can like search the flight you're taking, what destination you're going to and what place you're leaving from. And it'll tell you what your carbon footprint is. And then you can offset that and buy like um, carbon, either planting trees or... Oh, so it's like kind of donation? Yeah, so you're kind of, you know still polluting but you're feeling good about it by doing a little something yes, that's how, how you much would the it problem. take to offset like you know just two flights i think it was 30 bucks for a flight from here to toronto i did the search oh okay that's not terrible, i guess not I monetarily guess, but... but like the action wise like that yeah, would be a to, lot yeah well i think a tree costs like 50 cents or something so quite a few trees you have to right. plant to um to for, offset 60 your... trees that's a lot for one flight just to toronto from vancouver which is, it's not the largest flight that exists by any means. Yeah. And, like, not even just passenger flight, like, you know, like... Commercial. Cargo, oh, my Amazon gosh. Amazon Prime. Mm, that's yeah. True. I did all my shopping on Amazon. I feel super guilty. But the convenience all of having shopping. it show up at your door... <sighs> yeah. It's bad, guys. Like, I, have you heard about the airport in, like, Memphis or whatever that, like, Amazon uses? It's, like, the busiest airport. One of the busiest airports in America just because Amazon Prime goes through there. That's crazy. Yeah, like, the two-day shipping, they have to fly yep. everything to Memphis, which is, like, the middle of the U.S. or something, mm-hmm. and then it flies oh, yeah. out. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really sad. And, and and the other thing is not just from a carbon footprint standpoint, but from an economic standpoint, for the consumer and for the uh, airplane company, realistically, the airplane company is just going to keep all the profits, so you're probably not going to see anything on your consumer side anyway, even if it's cheaper. But a current flight, in terms of fuel, costs about 300 bucks, and the equivalent in electricity is about $3.00. So oh, wow. it's much, much cheaper to fly electric. And imagine when you scale that up to the like American Airlines numbers, that's going to be like hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars saved every single year in, in fuel costs. But again, you're not going to see any of that transferring to your ticket price. It'll probably go up for the convenience of flying electric. It, to the feel good factor. Yeah, they'll, they'll <laughs> literally probably charge you extra to, uh, to fly green. <laughs> Do you think this is something that, could happen for commercial flights within the foreseeable future? Uh, Boeing and Airbus are estimating 10 years until the first viable short-distance commercial flights will What's have electric... What's short-distance? Like 30 minutes, maybe? No, not that, that short. Okay. That's <laughs> happening right now. So <laughs> okay. Harbor Air is going to launch their flights up to 30 minutes starting mm-hmm. next year. Wow. Um, okay. And that was what today's or this week's demo was. It was showing that that's actually capable. And so they're tw- next year, 2021, but by 2030, they're looking at like domestic flights like Canada, um, not likely intercontinental. What about like even record? Or intergalactical Thank for that you. purpose. Yeah. Just, I don't want to give any false uh, pretenses. Shoot, I was planning my, my trip in 2045. Well, actually, so. well, I was planning my three hour, my tw- 30 minute trip from here to London, you know. Like, yeah. Are you going to take the, the re- re- bring back the Concorde The rocket or plane, you know. The Concorde? The rocket plane. Like, is that th- have you seen plans about like how they're trying to build like this rocket plane? Wasn't yeah, there a Concorde yeah, yeah, like yeah. in the nineties? That's not a, that's not a rocket plane. That's just a it's supersonic not. plane. Oh, okay, I don't know what. Just the a supersonic. <laughs> supersonic means faster not than the speed of sound. God. Supersonic means faster than the speed of sound. Yes. And then rocket plane means like it goes into orbit. Well, didn't the 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 the, oh, the wow. Concorde go up outside of orbit? It did not go into orbit. No. Maybe not orbit, but it went out like to the edges of the atmosphere. I don't know about that. I don't know. I have I'm no idea. Sure. Anyway, I just know it's fast. 
It's faster than the speed of sound. Well, I'm like I'm thinking Elon Musk is getting pretty close to taking us to Mars. Like, what if we literally get to Mars before we can figure out electric flights? Like, I, that'd be pretty freaking funny. Yeah, I mean, see, this is the whole Mars, thing so. where people are like, what's the point? Why I do we keep, true. like, investing all this time and money into going to Mars and we should be, like, refocusing on things like that? Like, things that I don't know. Aren't... Can we, I like, don't know. save stuff realistically? This is getting a little bit, yeah, bit yeah, okay. melodramatic, okay. but... <laughs> yeah, very exciting, you know. Yeah. Especially since it's in BC, right? Yeah, and this company... Um, they're really kind of pushing this innovation. There's a mm-hmm. lot of companies around the world that are trying to do it. And the fact that here in BC was the very first one, I think it's a, a testament to how innovative and uh, and tech-friendly uh, Vancouver has become. And green. We have and green. Yeah. Not just because of the weed. Hey. Speaking of which, <laughs> tomorrow, as we're recording this, edibles are going to be legal in Canada. Oh, that's the date. Yeah. But uh, oh. apparently there's going to be a massive shortage because they only made like 20000 for all of Canada. 20,000 what? Edibles? Like pieces of edible. Well, that's the unit. <laughs> yeah. it's like, is that okay, a bite they, or like what? Because yeah. there's like different types, right? Yeah, it's like, like 20,000 what? 20,000 pieces of edibles, guys. I think I was very clear the first time. <laughs> okay. You can tell we're very... Never yeah. mind, I'm not going <laughs> to... So how many okay. bites are you getting, Chris? Yeah, yeah how many Shock, units This isn't bites? computer science. <laughs> there's no bites and there's no bits. It's just... Twenty thousand pieces of edible. Pieces. Of edible. P O E. All right. P O E. P O E. It's like meters. Okay. It's quite simple. This is okay. why the, the economy is not the weed economy is not doing very well because you're measuring by P O E. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Something tangible. Although speaking of not doing well, I know this is a little off topic, but I bought fifty bucks of um, Aurora stock. Oh no! Yeah, Aurora in is not the summer. Doing well. Yeah, that's what I heard. All the weed companies are like. Okay, uh, not doing well is one thing. I'm at sixteen dollars off of fifty bucks <laughs> in <laughs> April. Oh my goodness! This is like the biggest. Well, it's, is... it sounds a lot like tech companies being overvalued, and then you know. I, I don't want to be dramatic. There was a lot of hype. There was yeah. a lot of hype when yeah. it was first yeah. legalized. I don't want to be dramatic, but this is. I think this is like almost equivalent to the Great Depression. Uh, yeah, because because <laughs> you know? the entire stock market is reliant on the weed industry. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but. That was unfortunate. Right. Also, I feel like I shouldn't cross yeah, the U.S. Is, border anytime soon because I been... just said that I bought <laughs> it's stock just in stock. a It's just stock. It's just stock. Okay, but the U.S. the U.S. has been so strict about that recently. Literally lifetime bans if you have any yeah. like weed paraphernalia on really? you. Yeah, yeah, have you heard about all these couples like just driving like yeah. the U.S. the Seattle border? Like, oh, it's near like us, remember that one time where there was a plane that had to go to like Canada and they landed in like the U.S. Yeah, I heard about people that. with weed were like, "Are they going to detain us because yeah. we have weed on yeah. us?" <laughs> <laughs> it was a very dank flight for the until the police got on the plane. Yeah, I don't know what happened after that. I just, I just heard people were like worried. Anyhow, this has been your weed intermission of yep. this episode. Brought to you by this, this tech. tech? <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of related because we did do a, we did do cannabis event uh, yeah, last, it was a, last year. Last year so, event. So it's not not totally out of the blue. Yeah, bleed not green. This year. Bleed green. That, yeah. Isn't that bleed our logo? <laughs> bleed green. Our slogan. <laughs> All right, so we are moving on to the second topic of Wait, we day. have a we have to have our ad break. Okay, yes. Before that, we have a short message from our sponsors. Our beep, only beep, sponsors. Beep, beep, beep. In a world again. No. Um, <laughs> so this week's episode is brought to you by UBC Bistec. <laughs> Next week's episode will also be brought to you by UBC Bistec. <laughs> and in case you forgot, last week's episode was brought to you by. UBC BizTech. And one of our upcoming events that's uh, it's coming up on January 19th, the uh, Game Tech, that's G-A-M-E, 
T-E-C-H. G as in gamma, A as in <laughs> alpha. Okay, yeah, anyways, continue. Um, I feel like there's like those infomercials, you know? It's like, that was 1-800-267. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, and, and so essentially, uh, we're bringing together all the major game studios in Vancouver into one place here at the University of British Columbia to teach you UBBC? all about gaming. UBBC. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing back for, old jokes. For our, uh, for our return listeners. Um, and and we have, you know, EA, Next Level Games, Eastside Games. We have the pixel artist behind Celeste. What? One of my really? favorite games. She's he, she? He's coming. He? Okay, I didn't know. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I think it's a he. They're coming. Uh, and... Yeah, they'll be here. We have so many more from... We have a VR company. We're giving away a $600 Samsung uh, VR Ooh. kit, like the wow. Oculus, but made by Samsung. Um, <laughs> That's a great tagline. <laughs> sponsored by... <laughs> the Oculus, but made by Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> Xbox, the PS4, but made by Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. And it's sponsored by Elicity, so thank you, Elicity. Um, they'll be there as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a lot of really great companies, a lot of really great tech, and it's only $10 for non-members and 5 bucks for members. So uh, it's a great opportunity. I encourage you all to come out. Sounds good. Hey, we'll be there. You can we'll meet us for once. Oh, oh, my wow. goodness. Yeah. yeah we'll have, I feel like that's extra. <laughs> we'll you have can, a podcast <laughs> meetup. If you find us. <laughs> if you can recognize us by our voices. I was just going to say, you have to you have to find us. <laughs> if you don't know us yet, you, ha- you have to come out and you have to find us. Yeah. You listen just have to, to listen to the voice. And, and if you go up to a random person and be like, Chris, I'm going to speak in a British accent that entire day. <laughs> Just gonna. Hey, how are you doing? I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. hold you to. That. I'm just gonna pretend I don't know English <laughs> for the whole day. <laughs> and Steph's gonna pretend she's deaf or something. She's not. She's like, oh. This is getting inappropriate. <laughs> okay. Anyways, moving on to the second topic. Back to end. So there's been you know talk. There's always talk about YouTube. There's always YouTube drama, all day, every day. It seems like, but yeah. Recently, Facebook, YouTube, yeah, all of that. Recently, the CEO of YouTube, she said that her kids. She doesn't let her kids use YouTube. The main YouTube. Yeah, the main YouTube. So yes. there's YouTube Kids, but there's also normal YouTube for yeah. adults. YouTube.com and the YouTube app. Yeah. So that's interesting because it's like, you know, it's your product and you're not <laughs> letting your kids use it. Like, you know, I mean, like the kids life. are like nine. So I, I, oh, okay. I technically yeah. they're not even supposed to be on YouTube. You have to be 13. That's the thing, right? So when okay. you were nine, were you on YouTube? Because I was on YouTube. Was there was YouTube, YouTube when we were nine? Around? Yeah. Yeah. There definitely was YouTube you in sure? 2009. But was it, like, popular back then? I don't know. I was on it. Was it, like, when Are Charlie you... Bit Your Finger was a thing? It was, yeah. like, like Higa and stuff. No, it wasn't 2000. Know. Was it 2009? They started in 2008, I think. Wasn't Ray William okay. Johnson, like, like, 2012 and 2013? I don't know. Annoying Orange? Yeah. Got, the classic. Classic, classic, like, classic dank YouTube. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. videos of Barney this is, killing Elmo like and stuff. This is, like, the decade in review. <laughs> of YouTube? Yeah. Just... Or of, you know, uh, our teens. We should do a top ten list at the end of the decade. You know, Top ten. Tech Technically, things. the decade ends at the end of 2020. What? I thought it was... Are you sure? Yeah. Because 2010 is the start of the decade. No. Technically, 2021 is the beginning of the decade. Interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't you say 2010 and 2019 is the... No, because the decade, like, it starts at 1 and goes <laughs> to Wait, 10. Who made this rule? Doesn't it? From 1 know. to 10, right? Like, but the millennia... The millennia starts in the first... Year. Well, then the millennia starts oh, in 2000. Mm. No. The 21st century started start in, in 2001. 2000. But then what was the whole thing about 1999-2000 being like the start of the new okay. millennium? I think okay, I, this, yeah. I may have. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Okay, well, while Chris uh, Googles that, uh, can 
let's let's talk a bit more about what the yeah. difference is between YouTube Kids and 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 regular YouTube. Is it like like Netflix Family? Like, is that a completely different product? Huh. Okay, sorry, Mike, is back. <laughs> sorry, yeah, no, we were all good. Stalling stuff. Um, no, this is back. a genuine genuine question. I'm sorry, do you want to ask that first? Or? No, we'll get back to that. Do your thing first. Okay, so <laughs> for a decade to begin, we must start with the year ending with one and finish with ten. <laughs> that seems like such an arbitrary yeah, who, rule. Okay, can no I say right? As, as far as chronology is concerned, a year ending in zero. For example, Jan. January 1st, 2001 opened the 21st century and the start of a new millennium, just as the year 1 AD marked the beginning of the Christian era. <laughs> okay, can I just okay. say right now, like, for a decade to begin, it must end with the number four? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, who made that? You can, <laughs> but this is based on the Farmer's Almanac. Who's that? <laughs> Who's Farmer's? <laughs> Why does he have an almanac? <laughs> no. This is a very reliable source. <laughs> Let's buy the almanac. Can we buy it? Can I get it for a Christmas gift? <laughs> yeah, this is. We'll read it to you in the next. We'll have a few episodes. We just read you the. It's a new segment. <laughs> Every segment, we'll read a new chapter from the Farmer's Almanac. <laughs> if you guys wanna, if you want that segment to happen, comment like. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where. DM us. Find just us on Facebook. Find and us messages. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so this is based off of Dionysus, who Dionysus? was a Roman emperor. Oh, I don't know. Sorry. Our resident Greek keep expert going, keep here. Going. I thought it was uh, Dionysus. Dionysus, you're probably right, yeah, because there's a Y in there. The Dionysus wine. called 1 AD. Um, so it's based on like the Roman Empire back oh, okay. in their time when uh, Augustus, his reign began at 1 AD, <laughs> and they're like, this is the beginning of a new millennium. But how did they know? How did they use 1 mm. AD at that time? Because Jesus like wasn't a thing yet, you know? A.D.? Isn't that after death? Yeah, but, like, he was one. Oh, no, no, no. Jesus was born on zero, and he died on 33. So, like... Wait, then why is it one A.D.? A.D. doesn't mean after death. A.D. is, like, some fancy Latin word for something. Oh. Yeah. You learn something new every day. Anyways, in essence, uh, in our calendars, 2021 is the equivalent of the first floor lobby, and after going up 10 flights, we'll arrive at the 10th floor, or in this case, the year 2030, when that decade ends. Well, okay, That's the so elevator much. analogy, okay. you know? Think of going in a building. You have the ground floor is listed not as the first floor, but as the lobby. So the first floor is actually one flight above you, you know? Isn't okay. it in, like, French, they, they call the lobby first floor they could start by yeah one. in europe they do that yeah so but in are europe we european similar. stuff so so in europe it's going to be the next uh, decade we're still here, a constitutional monarch it's going to be this decade <laughs> anyway this is from the new york times and a decade begins on january oh they okay. don't give a i think we should probably you know go back to what we were originally going to talk about hello uh, yes. So the Naval Observatory, <laughs> the Naval Observatory, so the Naval Observatory says it starts in 2001, the new millennium. So I'm going with the Naval Observatory. Okay, thank Not you. Not the Farmer's Almanac. I want to go the with the Farmer's thing. Almanac. They agree with the Naval Observatory. I know, Observatory. but I just I feel like if we're gonna go with oh. one of the sources, I would rather people think I'm crazy and I'll tell them <laughs> and it's go the with Farmer's the, Almanac. Like the Farmer's Almanac, whenever anyone yeah. asks you. I, I'm okay with that. So anyway, yeah. To recap. Uh, so you learned something new. It's not the, the, decade the decade begins apparently. in the first year and it ends at the end of the tenth year. Right. So it'll okay. end at the end of twenty twenty. Well, that just makes me sad. I was ready for the next decade, man. You know, well, you have another sad. year to get ready. Oh well. <laughs> now I just, you know. What if I told you the decade ended last year? Because you know, I just. <laughs> and then you're like, it's already <laughs> the end of the first year of the new decade, and you're like, oh. Because like, you no, know, I just turned prepared. twenty, and it's like I feel like it's the turn of a new decade, but. 
you can. You can. You know, it's yeah. all in your head. If you want to go to the gym every day, Jacques, it's the turn of a new decade. You can do it. Okay. Thank you. Motivation of the day. I know. Thanks, Chris, for new fact of the day, new motivation of the day, you know, everything. Just a gift that keeps on giving. Anyhow, so we were talking about kids and more, specific, more specifically. Yeah, we were just talking about kids. Shock, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about kids. I'm not, I'm distancing myself from. Uh... You so, yeah, all about these... farmers. I was talking about farmers, yeah. And, and almanacs. <laughs> so, all these social media platforms, they have like kid rules, right? Supposedly, that we know about or don't know about. Because, like, when we were kids, we didn't really care about that. We just kind of went on whatever. And, like, you know, the internet was just like, here you go, as long as you said you're over 13. Is that, like, still a thing here with kids these days? Like, do they still discover Facebook on their own and, like, have their parents just, like, obliviously let them, you know, do whatever they want? I think for us it was different because all of these sites were just, like, beginning when we were coming onto it. So, I mean, like, parents didn't really know what it was. So when... When, like, we were signing up, I was like, are you over 13? And I was like, yeah, I was born in 1985. Like, all good. Now, if you were really cool, you'd say, like, 1934 and be like, ha, I'm <laughs> yeah. 112 years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways. Um, so I think, like, that was definitely different just because of the landscape. Like, when we were, tra- like, earlier in the- our conversation, we are talking about what YouTube was like, like, 10 years ago. That's mm-hmm. totally different because now YouTube, like, as we kind of said, begin in, the- like, our conversation in the very beginning of the episode, there's, like, a hella weird... Yep. you know political conversation sometimes yep. or just like very weird corners of the internet just that creepy. have definitely blossomed in the last few years that weren't yep. around when we were kind of like discovering what the internet was so i can understand why there are parental controls and and why parents are well i don't know i'm all for like free content like do, having whatever content you want okay not whatever content you want but like you know being free to, to post whatever subject you want on YouTube. You're a true free speech Canadian. Sure. Yeah, you can go with that. I but I, that. I don't, I don't know if it's like you know, if you're worried that their privacy thing doesn't work, then why are you letting your kids just search up whatever they want? This is true. On YouTube? Yeah, just don't download the app. Also, YouTube used to be like videos with ads, and now it's like ads with, with... a little bit of video in between. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like you, you in the middle, of the, it just randomly cuts off. And so that like, I think that's partly why there's such a concern with kids is because now there's so much of an ad component that they want to be able to tailor everything exactly to what you need because that's going to get more money for YouTube if they tailor it to who you are. Yeah, that's really true. Like, if they can create a separate product that's, like, only specific for kids where they can, YouTube can then go out to advert, like, uh, advertising agencies and say, like, hey, this is our entire product but the audience are from these ages. I feel like that can sell a lot better. Kids are really valuable because... Like, if a kid says, I want this toy, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure yeah. some of the biggest YouTube channels are for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird, like, like, the like, biggest animations. one is, the, is a toy unwrapping one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And there's, like, that weird toys. Russian animation channel. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's mm-hmm. and all the, super weird. There's but... so many animations. And, like, the ones singing, like, ABCs yeah. and, and actually, all this stuff. You know, I actually had a friend. Okay, basically, in first year, I had a friend. He dropped out of UBC. If you're here, uh, hello, Ali. But he... he um. Wow, way to call him out. No, he's a friend. Okay, anyways... He said that he was going to start a kid's YouTube channel because it was, like, the easiest way to make money or something on (laughs) YouTube. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think he ended up doing it. But anyways, anyways, (laughs) he he told me that was his goal. He was like, I want to start this kid's YouTube channel because it's, like, the easiest way to, like, Hmm. make money off YouTube. Maybe you should do a kid's podcast. Game the algorithm. Interesting. Do, do, Do kids have, like, devices for podcasts? 
I mean, if they have devices for YouTube. Well, so everyone, like, all kids have, like, iPads and iPhones now. That's yeah, just that's the thing. It's crazy. Know. You go to elementary school and you see kids with, like, iPhones. I'm like, wow, when I was in elementary school, I had a rock. <laughs> like, yeah. a literal rock. Yeah, I, I made, like, mud, like mud, mud cakes games. and played with worms. Like, yeah. that was the thing. I don't know. Are we boomers? <laughs> we sound like boomers. <laughs> <laughs> we were there at the birth Back of... Back in my uh, day... <laughs> Yeah, back when you had to use a modem to connect to the internet. Okay, Jacques, I'm not that old. Wait, you didn't have to do Wait, that? Wait, I didn't have, like, the... I had modems. I had modems back then. You had the... Yeah, I had the really? landline thing. Oh, wow, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Oh, okay, you guys just have bad memories. I remember seeing my dad's, like, memory stick at the computer we had at home. Floppy disks? I don't know if it was floppy disk or just, like, a memory card. And it was, like... Or it was RAM, I think. And it was, like, 512 megabytes. And that was, like... The pinnacle of 2006 memory, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was looking at that, like, a year ago, because I found it a year ago, and I was like, wow. Must have cost him, like, $3,000 or okay, something. I mean, not only it was that much, yeah. but it was, like, good good stuff back then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So are there, so here in Canada, are there, like, you know, laws forbidding stuff about kids and being online and all that? It's, it's actually interesting. So mm-hmm. in Canada, there is no distinction between kids and adults when it comes to privacy laws. So the same laws apply. I feel like that makes sense. Really? Yeah. I disagree. I okay. think kids should have a completely separate rule book where it should be much stricter on kids. Yeah, I always thought You so. can't consent as a kid. Okay, never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. Quick turnaround. Uh, well, I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> I just, I feel like, you know, if you shed some more information, then I can make a more informed you know, opinion. Which, I respect that because yeah. a lot of people would just like double down on their original opinion and be like, no, you're wrong. Kids, <laughs> kids can consent. And, I, that like, wasn't I, what I was basing my no, original I know. I'm opinion just, uh, on. This is what you have to do. You, 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 you get educated. Wait, so there actually then... are no new laws or no different laws for kill, for children. No. So, so the laws that apply are pretty much the same. And and to be honest, calling them laws is a bit of a stretch. A lot of them are guidelines that are mm-hmm. optional, but just like recommended by the privacy commissioner mm-hmm. or privacy commissioner. So it's like, uh, don't I'm practicing pirate. my British accent for, for the con- uh, conference. <laughs> Game um, tech, Jan 19th. See you there. It's kind of like how you say like, oh, don't pirate guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, pirating, we talked about this last time, but Steph got the like desist notice, you know, when she pirated. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. So, so they still do something there, but with privacy, um, it, there's a lot of guidelines for companies like don't like I was reading earlier, you know, don't store data for too long. It's like, OK, that's very <laughs> general. <laughs> What's too long? Like uh, an extra day? Uh, what kind years? of data? What does that mean? Yeah. So it's all very vague. Um, however, there is something that applies for everyone called the. Uh, <clears throat> it's a really long acronym and it's not showing up when I'm clicking on it. Do you want me to try? And oh, there it is. Okay. The Personal Information Protection and Electronic Documents Act. Pipita. Pipita. Yes, exactly. And I think this replaces the um, the Privacy and Collection of Information Act. Uh, I don't remember the full name, but it was Pippa. Um, that was the original. <laughs> Real riveting stuff. <laughs> and FOIPA, which was the Freedom of Information and mm-hmm. the Privacy Protection Act. 
I know this because I got certified in it six years ago. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what do you need it for? I was did, like, like, an online exam. It was, like, there's like, they had, like, a promotion where you could do, like, the exam for free and get certified. And I was, like, okay. I was, like, Why 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, let wow, me learn I'm about certified. privacy. Yeah, and I put it on my LinkedIn. Um, and it's still there. But you, you put it in your LinkedIn when you were 12? No, I did it, like, much more recently. Oh, I remembered I had it. And I, was I, like, I don't oh. think LinkedIn existed when you were 12. No, I don't think so either. Wait, how old do you think I am, Jacques? And LinkedIn definitely existed six years ago. Mm, really? Yeah. Eight, I, eight years ago. Yeah, oh, my I'm God. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> do you know how old you are? <laughs> Nine years ago. <laughs> okay, before Chris has a midlife crisis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the decade is ending. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I need a moment. You're no longer a teen, Chris. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been a teen for a while, but... Yeah, I feel like that's probably I still have the mindset. I'm not a teen anymore. It's kind of weird. Like, yeah. Since, like, a Isn't couple days ago. I still I feel... <laughs> I mean, not... Like, I still feel sometimes, like, I could be, you know... Like, I'm still mentally, like, 16. Yeah, I could definitely feel fit that? in in high school. Yeah. You know? Like, I I don't still... know about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, I'm not like, going to go that far, Jacques. <laughs> like, sometimes when you, when you then... I think you might think that, and then sometimes when you, like interact or yeah, meet true. someone who actually is like maybe 16 and you're like oh okay it makes sense like i definitely have like yeah y- y- y'all are y'all are pretty <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe. yeah that's so, me in my first year class but that's okay we won't so it, 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 the one thing to, to note is that pepita applies to pretty much every single territory and province except for quebec yours truly oh and quebec yeah Okay. Oh, not BC? BC and Quebec, yeah. Why not BC? I think that's... BC has the Pippa and Flippa. <laughs> Thank you. Are I those more strict? Have it. Or it's just we haven't caught up? Or what's the Steph, deal Steph, I that? took the exam eight years ago. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. It's been a while. But, okay. um... So all these laws, they, they assume that the kids, like, actually, like, notify people that they are kids, right? Because it's really easy to say that you're not a, a kid when you're, like, you know, on a website. Like, when you go on Steam and they're like, are you 18? Can you do this, like mature m game and you're just like whatever you just put in like a random birthday yeah like terms and conditions right yeah similar thing where you just skim through or, or are you 18 or over yeah and like oh are you gonna can you go on call of duty oh yeah i can go on call of on duty. steam I'm totally 18 yeah like, so it's that's not exactly what this refers to okay. this this refers to commercial applications of play of 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 collection of data of personal data of canadians okay and also alberta sorry also didn't apply so quebec bc alberta has different laws but essentially um all businesses that operate in canada and handle personal information that crosses any provincial or national borders are subject to PETA. so even if you're based in bc but you're collecting information from people in ontario mm-hmm. you are subject to both the bc laws and the, the canadian national PETA laws and these essentially state things like you know you you uh like the types of information you're allowed to collect, especially when it comes to sensitive information, like health information, how that has to be stored. It, it seems to me like it's it's very focused on like sensitive stuff and on the generic stuff like advertising, Google analytic collection, stuff like this. It hasn't really advanced much. There's no specific okay. like technical laws. It's it's I think it was made in 1998 and oh. it hasn't really been revised much since. Um, so, it, but... The, the gist of it, the way they explained it was they treat the internet the same way they treat non-internet related matters. So any information collection that happens on the internet is going to be treated under the same laws that would apply to non-internet collections. So the same way they do your survey, if you go mm-hmm. to the mall, the laws that apply to that survey are the same laws that will apply to the internet. They don't want to distinguish between them. What do you guys feel about that? That was what I really wanted to ask you guys, that they're, they're, they're treating them equally. Mm. 
I don't think equally is even the right word. I think they're just being lazy. <laughs> being complacent. Like, oh, I think we kind of talked, like, we, we briefly touched on this idea last time about, like, governance over privacy. But I just think you have to do more. There's, like, so much about the Internet that's just so hard to quantify, so hard to just regulate so yep. hard to just kind of grasp yep. that you can't just be like huh like you you did that i'm oh, yep. sorry not our fault like you can't do that <laughs> like yeah. look how much i was gonna look how much stuff has happened <laughs> it seems like almost that it's like the responsibility of the parent to like it really is right yeah but at the same time if you like do that to your kid they're gonna they're gonna resent that you know but how reasonable is it to expect a parent to manage like now everything happens to the internet like your kid yeah can't really function without the internet. Mm-hmm. So, so they're being forced to let mm-hmm. them use the internet. So you can't just say, you know, the burden's on the parent to restrict access and the burden's on the user to not give up their information when I need to give my information to use Google, to I, do a yeah, search, yeah, to send yeah, yeah. an email, to do all these things, to watch YouTube. Like, how, what option do I have? The, the, the government should be regulating that from the business's side, not put it on the consumer. Right. I don't know. I kind of feel like it's... Like, whose responsibility is it, I guess? I feel like from a parent side, you're getting more into the whole, like, parent-child relationship where sometimes it's like, okay, well, because, okay, looking at at what specific controls you can actually do, sometimes I kind of feel like that's a little too much. And, yep. and maybe as, like, a child, like, you'd actually feel like that's that's a little invasive. So then sometimes I think, okay, maybe it's on the, the company side. Like, like YouTube, I should provide an actual product that's catered towards children. Right. Then I feel like, okay, well, then who is it their right to then... Uh, label what content should or should not be put out for certain audiences which yeah. is kind of what Jacques said about free speech and then I'm like okay then should it be the government but then I kind of yeah. feel like that's that's very kind of broad stroke that's very hard for the government to kind of just say I think obviously like in the Pepita situation I think they should be doing more but yeah kind of weird stance on this where I feel like when you're like 10 or like you're 11 the rules for like kid stuff doesn't really apply to you anymore at that point right like you can watch PG movies. So why do you? Why are you forced to go on YouTube Kids when you're like ten or eleven? You might feel like, oh, that's too. You, you think know. thirteen is too high an age to say that you're no longer a kid? I think content-wise, yeah. maybe. I don't know about like, like you know, safety-wise or privacy-wise. Right. But when you're like ten, you're not going to be looking at like you know, treehouse shows and stuff like that. You know. You're watching treehouse. We're gonna get copyright strike. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I I think like, do you guys believe or or agree with? parental controls or on phones and stuff like with parents restricting content and and setting time limits and and you know like restricting your contacts for example like for apple they they yeah. can do that you know they restrict what games you can you can and how long uh, and all yeah that. how long yeah. i mean as a web kid, content too no yeah but as a parent probably a parent yes <laughs> i mean if i put myself in like a parent's shoes or my yeah. parent's shoes i feel like i would probably want that to be an option mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but as a kid i'm like oh why are you gonna do this to me you know yeah and it's like yeah. you know would you share everything you do on the internet with your parents like no right well i think well, it's what funny, do you do yeah. on the internet Jacques? No, i'm just saying like you know you wouldn't want to all right let's do a test right now Jacques. uh pull up your browser okay we're gonna go through your uh, your history line by line. Okay, for the last uh, couple of weeks, it's just been CompSci three twenty, two twenty, you know, all those courses. But fair enough. But on the other uh, on the other side, I want to bring up is is it fair to put the burden on YouTube to have to like be held liable for every video that's on their platform? 
Because how many billions hours of video is uploaded well, every single day? I don't think they, they necessarily are, though, right? Isn't that, like, uh, an expectation? Because, like, Twitter, for example, they're not liable for, for tw- inflammatory tweets. I, I know Twitter kind of puts themselves in a situation where they they try to regulate that more for, like, hate speech, for example. But, yeah. like, I don't think they, 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 do, they are, like, YouTube isn't. I don't think people... I think the only... The only motivation YouTube really had was an ad-wise, like where the companies mm-hmm. were getting in their butts about how, like, I don't want my ad on this video that's, like, not appropriate. Right. That's the only, like, real incentive I'm seeing where yeah. they were starting to do that. And now with the kids as well, because kids is a big market. Well, even the kids, say YouTube kids, like, they have to moderate that content. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think, like, I don't think they think it's, like, an obligation for them. I think it's just a way for them to make more money. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, because originally they didn't have YouTube kids, right? Yeah. And you know how we were saying that you'd have to be 13 to use YouTube? Well, even though the terms and conditions say you had to be 13 to use YouTube, so they weren't liable for anything that happened to people who were under 13 because they were breaking the terms and conditions, they had YouTube categories for people under 7. So mm-hmm. they were saying that you had to be 13 to use it, but then they would have, you could search by category for, for 7-year-old videos. As well, they were presenting, like the executives from YouTube were doing presentations to like Warner Brothers and whatnot, talking about how good they are at targeting kids like for ads. So if they want to like right. sell toys, YouTube was like the platform to go to because they knew exactly which kids are watching which videos and how to target to get them like boys, toys, kind of generically or you know like cars to people who are interested to kids who are interested in cars or you know action figures to people who are interested in action Mm -hmm. figures that kind of thing funny that uh i uploaded our first episode and i marked it as kid friendly because i as kid friendly content uh because i didn't really know what it meant i didn't know (laughs) if if marking it and not as kid friendly would mean that like it would mark us as explicit and therefore like (laughs) limit our audience or marking it as kid friendly would therefore limit our audience only to kids so i i went with the safer option (laughs) some poor youtube kid it's going to be on YouTube just learning about Microsoft. It's a 15-minute long, just no picture, <laughs> just audio. Yeah. So, yeah, so episode one, you might not be able to find it because... Download YouTube Kids app to Yeah, it might, might, be, might be just for kids. Um, but the previous episodes, I, I've learned. I've learned. I, I won't mark them just for kids. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a complicated topic. Honestly, myself, I think... It's more fair to put the burden on the companies because they have billions of dollars in resources and I'm okay with them losing a couple billion to have to hire new people to moderate the content rather than making people, regular people who already have day jobs, who don't have time to be like looking through terms and conditions and managing their privacy policies and all these things. It should be the company's job to regulate the privacy, to make sure that people have know exactly what data is being collected and when, how they can delete it and, and where they can delete it. Make it easy instead of making the burden on the people to do this. I think it should be on the companies, even if it costs them money, even if it costs them resources. Yeah. It's their job to monitor that. I think the government needs to step in and say, hey, yeah, I think, you guys need to do this. Yeah, I think it's like before when YouTube was like kind of targeted for people over 13 is like whatever. Yeah. But now it's like, you know, you're kind of like you're you're, you're all you're almost making your own kids TV channel kind of. Yeah, thing. exactly. You won't be having you won't be seeing like YTV show like, you know, weird stuff like that. Yeah. Right? So it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's appropriate for them to do that. And not know? just YouTube, but Facebook, Instagram. They have to know there's kids under 13 using those mm-hmm. platforms like yeah. they yeah, you can't true. claim ignorance. Yeah. And so you have to be able to moderate that content for the people who's under that and how do you know like for example if you're not allowed to track people under 13 
how would you know they're not under 13 unless you're tracking them to find out that they're under 13? So then well, how do you do that then? <laughs> so at like, which point, like as soon as you know that they might be under 13, do you have to delete all that information and stop tracking well, them? Well, I think that point, that's the responsibility of the parent. To right. be like, okay, oh, really? I'm, like, you know, I when I'm setting this up for my kid, they are setting it as under 13. Because like before, the kids are just kind of doing it on their own and they're just going to set it over 13 because that's, that's what like, you know, what the cool kids do. Oh, but, like, I see. If you, want, if you want to set up a website like YouTube, Instagram for your yeah. kid, I think you should be responsible for being like, okay, this is for a kid. So then you you're know? saying we should take away the restriction on the 13 years of age from Facebook, yeah. let you put whatever age you want. But then for people who set their age under 13, they don't get tracked. They don't have any ads yeah. shown that are I think that's fair. targeted. That's actually might be a better option than making it 13 and then people faking their people age and lie. still getting tracked. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So as long as there's no like initial detriment to them to be under 13, then at least they're more honest. But then that in of itself is information that they're sending to Facebook is what their age is and their name. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the what I have more issue with is like content versus like the, what the data, where the data is going. Kind of touching on like the GDPR from last time. Yeah, too. that's what I mean. I feel like, but or not just about topic wise, but like I feel like, you know, with kids, like you never know what they might stumble upon, especially because they don't know like that's true. what... what the bounds are of the internet. Yeah. Some more moderation. Yeah, that's I think hard because so. I'm against moderation. Okay, maybe not more moderation, but maybe just making it more specific for just maybe yeah, maybe uh, I don't know because I'm very hesitant. I guess for towards, kids, I'm okay with moderation, kids, but you like, have to yeah. like make sure that I don't want to be like mistaken as a kid and then be like have my content moderated, you know. Well, that's the thing. You should be able to set that yourself, right? Okay, that's why. Mm. That's why I think some of it more. I, I kind of feel like some of that burden more falls on the parent because it's it's very specific. And I feel like you know, if I'm like 14 and like I can just like part of discovering like learning more is kind of just like seeing what there is and like that's how I learn. And I don't want to think so just because someone else finds this offensive doesn't mean I'm going to find it offensive. Right. So I don't know. For me, I, I'm also kind of a shock. I'm more on the free speech side of things. But that's my that's my summary hot take. Fair enough. I think I'm sure this will come up again in future conversations. Data yeah, privacy is not going to go away anytime soon. And free speech so. content. I think that those are big things that we haven't really we bring delved in, like an in expert. much. Maybe we should. Mm. Maybe like a yeah. We'll 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 we'll, we'll check. We'll, we'll see. Keep keep an eye out in the new year. Yeah. We'll, we're we're trying out some new. Uh... <laughs> is this the last episode of the year? Yeah. Oh, wow. Happy holidays and a happy new year. Yeah. If you're we'll not done, you oh, hopefully you're done finals. Hopefully this will be uploaded before Christmas, before, uh, oh, during yeah, the Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, if not, Christmas. we hope you had a happy holiday and a yeah, Merry Christmas. We're not Christmas. done yet. We're not done the episode yet. But happy we're just Hanukkah. Sure. Happy we just Kwanzaa. Wanna, yeah, we just want to make, you know. What other holidays are there? Hanukkah? What are we, I did Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Boxing Day. That's the, <laughs> the biggest holiday, yes. <laughs> a Canadian classic. I get a day off for that. I didn't know you get a day off for Boxing Day. That's yeah. crazy. You, do you get a day off for 24th? No, 25th. Oh, but do you get half day for 24th? Mm, I think it depends on company. Can oh, you okay. just take the half day anyways? I'm not going <laughs> to incriminate myself on... You know, it's your last week. It's your last week at work. That's okay. <laughs> anyway. So we're going to bring back an old segment all the way back from episode one. Yeah. Due to popular was, yeah, demand, yeah. all yeah. your requests, we received literally emails. About <laughs> <laughs> They're like, where'd this segment go? Why'd you get rid of it? It was so good. <laughs> Anyways, so this this segment we're doing now is the onion versus not the onion. That I love that. It? No, I, I love that title. I love that title. Onion versus not the onion. Yeah, I yeah like it. that's Keep the it. official title now. So I'm going to give you a headline from the Onion, as you know, the satirical news website, yes. and also a headline from a subreddit called Not the Onion, which is 
which is like headlines that look like the onion, sound like the onion, but they're actually real life. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Before you get started, uh, one of my favorite things that used to happen in high school is when people would like get so angry at these articles, and then oh, I realized it, it was the onion. Yeah, yeah. and you know, they a didn't realize. For that. Oh, when people take the onion seriously, yeah, it's called so popular. Eat the onion or something. Yeah, right? ate the onion. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. It's so good, it's and so people funny. like raging on Facebook because yeah. like the onion said yeah. something, and yeah. they're like. There was one that was like uh, one of the Onion articles was about Black Friday, how like millions of people died during Black Friday. <laughs> they were like, is this what really happened in the U.S.? Like millions of people die every Black Friday. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Get your, get your stuff together. Yikes. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> Great. Anyhow, so the first, uh, I guess, articles are food related. So one of them is man's life spent occasionally eating barbecue in between doing things he hates. So the whole article is about how this man kind of sleeps, sleepswalks through life, and the only thing that brings him joy is eating barbecue. I mean, I feel like that's definitely the case for many men in the world. <laughs> okay. And, and women, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a fan of barbecue sauce. It sounds mm-hmm. like an onion article, though. But I, you but know I'm what? Sure I true. think I think it's a real article because it doesn't sound uh, ridiculous enough to be an onion article. Like, there's not much, like, substance to it. So oh, it kind of just feels like, like it's airy. a real report. Like, it's reporting like on, it's like... it's a serious topic? Yeah, like, like really? you know... I feel like Onion articles are oh, usually, true. like, that airy, and they're, mm. like, just a nice headline and then, like, one paragraph. <laughs> and that could fit the bill. But it's also realistic enough that it's, like, it could be... I can definitely see... I already have two names in my head of people that I can... <laughs> I can... I can... Picture that? There, yeah. All right, so the second headline is... So Papa John's founder, they got kicked out of the board for... Yeah, something. I remember. Mm-hmm. And then it says, Papa John's founder oh, Papa eats John. more than 40 pizzas in 30 days. The verdict, it tastes different. So he's, he's challenging Papa John, saying they changed the recipe right. ever since he left. I'm pretty sure I remember reading this on Reddit. Oh, no. I feel like that's real. It and the first one definitely sounds like an Onion article. Although I know it's true, but I feel like that's an Onion article. Hmm. I'm going to go with the Papa John's real Onion article. The other one, I don't know what you said. Honestly, I kind of want to say both are real, but I guess one of them oh, has to why? be an Onion. That would be meta. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. They're both real. <laughs> Okay, well, I could because I'm I, I'm very confident that the second one is real. I kind of feel like I have to say the first yeah. one is not real. Papa John's mm-hmm. owner seems petty enough that he would eat forty pizzas of Papa John's and then just yeah. to say that he they changed, they changed it. it after he left. Yeah. Have you seen those photos of him like walking out of the the office and stuff? Like he just no. looks just very I don't know. Wait, what wasn't he the one that did like the racist tweet and then that's why he got fired? Oh, is that why he got kicked out? I, I had no so. idea. I'm not sure. He just looks. He's just got an interesting look to him. And just just let's just. <laughs> Just search up. Take that as you will. It's a very nice way to say he's ugly, Steph. <laughs> no, that wasn't the point. It's just, it goes with the meme. That's my point. Okay. It's so just, he's a, he's a, a meme little face. Exactly. Okay. That's a better way. That's a better way of saying it. So yeah, the, the Papa John's one was real. And yes. The other one was mm. fake, but also like could just be real yeah, somewhere in the sure. world. <laughs> Not just the fact that it is real. Like, I feel like a reporter could have actually written that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think been that like, serious oh, BuzzFeed reporter. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, li- BuzzFeed well, News. Well, you know, BuzzFeed News is actually like a legit news source. <laughs> yeah, it is. They've been, they were yeah. the first one to crack yeah. uh, some. Big uh, story. <laughs> big story. <laughs> so what if BuzzFeed wins some a Pulitzer Some big political news story. They what were if, the first one. Yeah. <laughs> what if BuzzFeed wins a Pulitzer Prize? Yeah, then it'll be, be like, amazing. which Pulitzer Prize are you? <laughs> Take this quiz to find yeah. out. All right. So the second head-to-head is... I think that first article accurately described Arkansas, like, as a state. (laughs) All of Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas. Do you know that vine? 
Why? No. Yeah. Why no. is our Frick. It's like, why is why is this one Kansas, Kansas? and, and this one not Arkansas? <laughs> America, explain. Is there North Kansas? No, that's North Dakota. North Kansas. North, North Carolina. Carolina. North the Carolinas Carolina. and the, the Dakotas. Carolinas. Yeah, we've mentioned. <laughs> Guys, we're we're bringing back returns. a lot of old jokes. So right, if you right. haven't listened to, we need some more episodes. office references. We had one earlier. We had one earlier. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jock. I think this one I'm just gonna go one on one. So like, you guess if it is or not. I'm not gonna like do give us an option. Yeah. So you just guess if it is or not. So, mm. so, so it could be two and two. Saying. It could be zero and zero. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. One and one. So this one is half someone. Someone is putting tiny cowboy hats on pigeons. Oh, in I've Las seen Vegas. this though. I've seen. I've oh no. Dang it. Okay, Everyone's. I'm gonna go with are, Steph then. You guys are too. She was really confident. Two on the news. So basically, you're not. You shouldn't play poker. Like, oh my god, I got two aces. So people were trolling and putting pigeon hats, on, or sorry, cowboy hats on pigeons. That's cute. Yeah. I want to see people put pigeon hats on people. Is that animal people. abuse? And somehow they're not coming off. That's the thing. Wait, you want to see what? <laughs> it's pigeon just hats on pigeon humans? hats on people. <laughs> pigeon hats on cowboys? Pigeon hats on cowboys. Wow. That, the challenge is figuring out who's a cowboy and who's not. Ride a pigeon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. So you dress up your horse as a cowboy? Or as a pigeon? <laughs> That's a good impression. There's not enough I'm, room in this flock I'm for thoroughly, two of us. I'm thoroughly <laughs> impressed. Yeah, that was really good. Next episode will just be animal calls. <laughs> yeah, do your best panda impression. Oh. That, that was not a panda. <laughs> 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 I don't know what a panda sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Did you become a cowboy? What just what? happened? Excuse I a, me? I had a bit of a, a mix between Lindsey Graham and... Uh, <laughs> And Michael from uh, the murder mystery party. This plantation. There's an office reference for you. <laughs> I want you yeah. to do a whole podcast episode like that. Just in that what word. does paint sound like? <laughs> no. No, no. Oh, no. I, I generally don't know what a panda sounds like. I think it's just mostly like squeals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Like Very different from another bear. Yeah, anyways. What do you guys think of this article? <clears throat> Which one? Well, you, you go the first. cowboy you hat one. Oh, I, I mean, Steph was so excited that it has to be true. A hundred percent. A hundred percent true. Yeah, it was I've true. seen photos. Okay. <laughs> it's very <laughs> cute. <laughs> the, the photos are cute. They could be photoshopped. Pretty sure The Onion does photoshop sometimes. Oh, really? They do videos. That's true. Like, Spoof videos. Yeah. Deep fakes. <gasps> That's the next topic. Another topic for another time. I know. Yeah, Talk we should go into that. that. Sorry, Jacques. Third right. one or fourth so, one? Final one. Um, so you know Six Flags, they're always in the heat for having not the safest rides. Well, isn't it outdoor? Yeah, in California. So no, Six the Flags. The, 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 okay, Six Flags is not just in California. They're all over the states. But uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, kind of. I got joke, it. But, I, I, know, I, I, kinda, I got it. Yeah. You know. Sorry. Anyways, they're always under heat for having not the safest roller coaster rides. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. The, people die in them every year. Oh. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. <Whoa. laughs> Do they lower the flag? Half mass. <laughs> All six of them, All yes. Six. <laughs> if six, never mind. So they get six a year that they get to. Yeah, I was, that's gonna, their I was gonna. For, yeah, I was also gonna make a joke about <laughs> that, but morbid. I thought that was a little too. You, you didn't want to go that far. Yeah, <laughs> went you there. went there. You went there. <laughs> Trust that Chris will make that extra step. Right. Did they start so, with like fifty flags, and then and then they just kept ticking them <laughs> off until there's only six left. Yeah. Um, resets at the end of the year. Sorry. So Six okay. Flags is unsure if they should apologize for a park goer that managed to get decapitated by a bumper car. <laughs> no. <laughs> this like, has to be fake. If it's not yeah, fake, it's... I will literally 
<laughs> Eat the mic hat. <laughs> you should do it anyways. <laughs> Live. <laughs> yeah. That'll be for our face, uh, our video, our yes, first video face reveal <laughs> episode. You'll do that live. Um, it's got to be onion. It's got to yeah, be yeah, fake. It's onion. Yeah, it was the onion. Okay. It's yeah. too easy. Like well, too you're easy. too predictable. You did like onion, not onion, onion, not onion. Well, I also, I feel be... like you describe it too much. Did be I? more ambiguous, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I gotta just give just you the headline. Just, next time, just say six flags. I'm just so excited. Be like onion or not onion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six flags the concept. Is it real or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just... America. <laughs> Definitely yes or onion. no? Yeah. Definitely the Definitely onion. The America onion. represents the yeah. onion. <laughs> yeah, right now. This um, is why you have a Canadian podcast. Yeah. You can say things like that. <laughs> Can't get shut down by uh, by the corrupt FBI. Ooh. Ooh. According to Trump. Ooh. Sorry, way too political. Way too political. <laughs> now we got to say something anti-political to, to get rid of that. Um, um, butterflies. Sarah Chrysler. What? Mary Chrysler. Mary Chrysler. Chrysler. It's also a Vine reference. Oh, oh. I'm pretty sure Christmas today. is political nowadays. <laughs> yeah, Starbucks. Coffee you can't cups. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mary coffee. That's what they say. Is that the, what they actually that's, say? That's it's what's on the coffee cups. Oh my god. Like they so could weird. say like mm-hmm. Mary Christmas. Well, happy holidays. Or happy that's holidays. still allowed, right? Is it I not? think that's okay. Yeah. Have a good. It's break. very neutral. It's yeah. Like, what if you don't have a break? I, I'll just resort to have a good one. Have a good one. Whatever it is. Just, just have a good one. Have a good one. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to my aunt's funeral. All the have best. Have a good one. Cheers. <laughs> my sincere sympathies. To Christmas? Yeah. Is that okay. what you say when you when you say bye to someone? Like, my sincere sympathies? Yeah, at the end of every email, it's like, here's the uh, the, the PowerPoint's attached. Mm, my I most see. sincerest sympathies. Yeah, whatever's going on in your life, mm. my sincerest exactly. condolences. So let's end off this very long-winded, tangential episode of ours. Long-winded but interesting. I, I think, you know, I learned a lot about the, the, the Farmer's Almanac and, yeah. and mm-hmm. POEs. That's definitely what I'm taking out of this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go buy one. You know, maybe a Christmas <laughs> gift for myself. Do you think there's an ebook version? Yeah. Like, have they gotten electronic yet? Well, <laughs> it's for farmers. That's what I'm thinking. Like, is it electronic yet? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's like on pa- papyrus, papyrus. Papyrus, uh, like a uh-huh. like an Egyptian. Oh. You know, they wrote it on on like, a scroll. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. They yeah. hang yeah. it next to their their tools. There you go. Yeah, handwritten. Yeah, maybe we'll give it out to a lucky listener. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you stick around till the end of the season, we'll have a giveaway. Yeah, catch us. No promises. Catch us. We don't like to commit. We don't like to commit. We made that mistake with SoundCloud. Yeah, But YouTube though, YouTube that is up. And your favorite podcasting app, Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Um, we love to hear what you think. Or send us an email. We have an email address now. Yes, we do. Uh, podcast at ubcbiztech.com. Yep. Yep. That's our email. Yeah. Yep. So reach out. Uh, let us know what you think. Ask us questions. We'll Jacques, Jacques Mann's at 24-7. Or, you know, come come find us in, in person at our next event. Game, Game Tech. Game Tech Game on Tech. January 19th, 19th at the Nest. Tickets available at ubcgametech.com. Whoa, all those plugs. All those plugs. All right. We'll see you in... We're like YouTube now, full of ads. Yeah. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Brought to you by... You see this stuff? Yeah. Yep. There we go. Did we mention yeah. we're sponsored? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway. All right. All right. Okay. Have a good one. Well, Happy holidays. And Merry we'll Christmas. see you in the new year. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.